Business in the 217 on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, connecting as we do each and every week with Michelle Ombi from the Springfield Business Journal to talk about some of the things happening in and around the Springfield business community. Michelle, thanks for taking time with us. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. So COVID testing sites, of course, there are some legit ones and there are some ones that, uh, well, officials are warning about. Tell us what we know and where people should refrain from getting tested for COVID-19. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, as you drive around town, you see an increasing number of these pop-up sites with the uh, the little tents and all that and the trailers and they've got the signs, get your free COVID test here. And that sounds pretty good to a lot of people because we know the uh, the over-the-counter at-home test kits are in pretty short supply and, and good luck coming across one. Um, but yes, as you said, not all testing sites are created equal. Obviously, the ones run by the healthcare providers, very legit. The uh, Illinois Department of Public Health, the Sangamon County Department of Public Health, they run some of these pop-up test sites. But uh, there's also a number that are just really completely unlicensed and unregulated. And, you know, there've been a lot of things circulating on social media, people complaining about not getting results in a timely fashion, or, you know, sometimes they, uh, they hand you the results before you've even before you've even had a chance to complete your paperwork. I mean, some of them are are definitely a little sketchy. And one in particular, uh, there was one located downtown on East Adams, it is currently shut down, it's under investigation by the Illinois Attorney General. It's actually an Illinois based company, Company. Um, they say that they've closed on a, a temporary basis for some retraining and reorganizing. We'll see whether or not they reopen. But in the meantime, just be cautious and definitely advise going to either the Sangamon County Public Health website or the Illinois Department of Public Health website to see a list of uh, officially referred providers if you are looking to get a test. Yeah, I think that list is going to be uh, vital for people. Uh, check that if you need uh, to get a COVID-19 test and uh, try to steer away from some of these pop-up locations. Uh, it's best to be certain rather than uncertain. And who knows? I mean, it, it, these tests could be you just spitting into a tube. But even that is important data that could be derived from that <laughs> saliva. Uh, so you want to make sure that uh, that's not compromised in any way. So uh, definitely uh, heed Michelle's advice. Get with the state's list or with the Sangamon County Department of Public Health's list where those legitimate COVID-19 testing sites are. Michelle, uh, let's talk some business now. We've got uh, the Downtown Hotel Project. Uh, we've heard a lot about uh, and uh, it, it questions as to where's this thing going. Give us the latest of what we know and uh, maybe some timelines of when we can see some stuff happening here. Right. Well, the uh, the Downtown Hotel Project has has died a quiet death. I'm sure you recall a couple years back, there was a, a big hullabaloo over these out-of-state developers that had uh, very ambitious plans to tear down the dilapidated parking garage there at 4th and Washington. And I think it was going to be something like a $55 million development, a new hotel and entertainment complex. Yeah, I think they're um, going to have like a children's type of family entertainment. Yeah, bowling alley. Yeah, the whole the whole thing. It was going to be uh, it was going to be pretty spectacular from the description. And uh, the city council was was very much in favor of it. They awarded the developers seven million dollars in TIF money. The good news is, since TIF is uh, a reimbursement, they did not actually walk away with any of those funds because, of course, as we know, the project has not gotten off the ground. They got multiple extensions while they were trying to secure their financing, but uh, ultimately ran out of, you know, ran out of time. The TIF agreement expired. And so that money has now been reallocated back to the, the downtown TIF. Um, the good news is the city is still moving forward with plans to demolish that parking garage. They actually put it out for bid last month and hope to award a contract uh, pretty shortly here. Um, they're still looking to redevelop that site. And UIS has confirmed that they have identified three specific 
specific locations downtown as potential uh, areas for a downtown campus. That's something that's been talked about for a number of years and looks like it might be coming to fruition. And they did confirm that one of the locations that they're interested in is the Illinois Sheriff's Association building, which is right across from that uh, parking garage. So potentially that old parking garage could get torn down, a new one built in its place that would provide parking to service the downtown hub for UIS. And they say they're hoping to have uh, an announcement maybe as soon as February or March, kind of waiting on funding from the the state and looking to see what the governor does. But uh, that could be great news for downtown if that all comes to fruition. Well, I know that when it happens, we'll hear about it from the Springfield Business Journal and from publisher Michelle Ombi, who joins us now on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Another business item here, Mosquito Joe. Tell us about this business and uh, looks like they uh, they have a, a new building. Is that right? Right. Well, this is a, a quick turnaround and it's always nice when uh, the commercial buildings don't sit vacant for long. But just last week, we talked about uh, Heart Technologies and the fact that they had relocated. Uh, they actually gave up their standalone office building on South 11th Street because they've decided their employees are going to continue to work remotely, uh, more or less permanently. So they're now sharing space with Wiley Interiors. But in the meantime, they put their building up for sale. And within just a couple of days of being on the market, it was under contract. Um, as you mentioned, Mesquita Joe of Springfield is looking at that building. They're, it's contingent on a zoning change, so but it's a, a fairly minor zoning change. So they feel confident that they can get that done. And, you know, the good news is Mesquita Joe is, is fairly new. They just started that, uh, Jeff and Michelle Summers started that franchise here in Springfield in 2016. And they say it's already grown to be one of the largest Mesquita Joe franchises in the country. So they were sharing space with some other businesses the first few years. Then they had bought and, and renovated a property on South Grand. And they said by the time they got done with the renovations, they had they had almost outgrown it already. So now they're moving into uh, yet another new and, and larger space. So good for them. Yeah, it's always good to see businesses doing well and growing. That's what we want to have when it comes to our entrepreneurial community. Michelle Ombeam, publisher of the Springfield Business Journal for Business in the 217. If people want to stay up to date on all the happenings in and around Springfield, how can they do so. Definitely the best way is to go to our website, springfieldbusinessjournal.com. You can get signed up for the BizBytes weekly newsletter, which is free of charge. And of course, you can also make sure you get that print edition sent to your home or office. Always appreciate your time and we'll connect again next week here for Business in the 217. I'm Greg Bishop. Thanks again to Michelle Ombi, publisher of the Springfield Business Journal. Have a great day. Thanks, Greg.